Have you ever wondered what the top insurance agents are doing to grow their book of business exponentially each and every month? I've personally grown my own agency to multiple locations and dozens of agents over the past 20 years, learning from the industry's leading experts and applying what they've taught me to my own agency. And now I've invited these same experts to share their industry leading secrets with you. My name is Jim Schubert and welcome to Agents Growth Academy. Welcome to Agents Growth Academy. I am your headmaster, Jim Schubert. I hope you're ready to grow big or go home. I've got my buddy, Will Moore, today, who's going to talk about how to gamify your habits. This is something that is super important for insurance agents, agency owners who are trying to get that much better at their craft and are trying to figure out how in the heck do I find the time to do all this stuff. I know it's something I struggle with a lot. I'm anxious to hear what Will has to say. Before we get into that, um, I do want to thank one of our partners, which is ePay Policy. Y'all have heard me talk about them before if you've been listening to this uh, for any amount of time, but ePay has done wonders for our agency in terms of being able to collect agency bill premium a whole lot faster than we used to. It used to take us five to seven days to collect premium that if we were using an agency build carry, you know, if it was ENS or something like that, we had to collect, it would take forever. And that was when the mail wasn't getting lost. Now that we're having all the problems with mail that we're having, it's taking even longer. So we just now send a link via ePay policy to our clients and they have the option to pay via credit card or ACH makes it super simple. They're now getting into the lockbox uh, arena. So if you still receive paper checks and you can't get everybody to get away from that, you can have them send it to this lockbox. It's called Checkmate, and it'll take care of all that for you. Super simple. You can get out of the check business, the check processing business altogether. So there's a link in the show notes of the podcast, or if you're watching this on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, anywhere like that, there'll be a specific link there for you to check that as well. Let me tell you about Will, the handsome guy on the screen. He is an entrepreneur, habits, gamification, and happiness expert. Didn't you ever want to meet a happiness expert? I know I did. After exiting his delivery startup for a nine-figure sum, Will realized that true success is not just about finances, but nurturing and finding balance in the five core areas of your life scientifically linked to happiness. Mindset, career and finances, relationships, physical health, emotional health, and giving back, which we talk about a lot on this show. Will's now dedicated his life to helping others run their lives as a successful startup of the most important business they'll ever run, their lives. His More Momentum system helps people gamify their habits by combining universal principles, science, and tech to want to replace their failure habits with success habits in all five cores. Will Moore, what is going on, my friend? Wow, what an intro. Thank you. Thank you, my man, Jim. That was, that was very, very nice. Uh, not a lot. I am ready to party. I'm ready to hopefully bring some value and g- give your, your listeners something they can take away from here to help them not only in their career with their insurance, but also uh, you know with their lives as a whole and all, all yeah. five of these, these cores here. Oh, I love it. Oh, okay. So if you're, if you're watching this and you can like zoom in, there are the four, the five cores right behind them. So that's awesome. And I'm sure you'll probably tell them where they can learn more about those at some point. But, um, I'm curious when you talk about gamifying your habits, now it's one thing to get control over your habits, but why gamify? How did that come about? Good question. So yeah, I've always been a gamer. Uh, I've always been a, a kind of a geeky, you know, back in the day. I mean, I'm 46. So, I mean, you know, hey, going I back to 45, we're like a year apart. <laughs> we're, we're right there. And anybody in that, that time frame will remember, uh, Atari came out and it was like oh, yeah. Atari and ColecoVision. It was like, do you have an Atari or ColecoVision? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Atari won out, you know, then it was Nintendo came out and psh, like, you're just, your brain exploded. Oh it's like the graphics. My kids you know, got me Nintendo. Now, they, they got me Nintendo socks. They got me Super Mario Brothers socks for uh, my birthday. I love week, it. So. I yeah. love it because it's important. <laughs> One of the things I teach people, and and part of the whole this whole thing we're talking about is kind of getting back to that playful side that we yeah. all have in us that tends to slowly but surely get 
kind of pulled away. And uh, before we know it, we're adults who, you know, just are ca- caught up in daily to do's and are stressed yeah. and, and we forget what life is really about, which is yeah. kids don't have, don't kids don't have a problem doing it's play. Yeah. It's wonder, it's passion, it's enthusiasm. Sky's the limit. Yeah. I can be anything, do anything. Uh, and games allow you to do that. So yeah, I've just always been real interested in, in that. And then uh, I, I had a bit of a rocky childhood uh, where my parents got divorced early. We moved around quite a bit. And uh, actually, my mom was my mom was battled with alcoholism and uh, a severe temper um, and, and these types of things. And so bottom line is, by the time I got to college, I was like your typical what I now call. I didn't know what it was at the time, but I call it a fixed victim, mm. uh, which is somebody who's like, my brain is broken. I was born the way I am. There, there's nothing I can really do mm. about it. I'm a loser. You know, I, I got nothing going for me. And why even bother trying? Because, you know, everything is the way that it is. Yeah. And, you know, maybe the only way that I'll have some sort of good fortune is if I like hit the lottery or some external force helps me versus the yeah. growth owner mindset that I've since developed. It didn't happen overnight, but you know, with my system and my program that I kind of was using myself that I'm now helping people kind of, I put it all together to help people, but it's sort of the growth owner is I've got everything within me to kick ass, take names, obstacles are temporary roadblocks waiting for solutions. You know, I, every step that I take, I'm becoming bigger, better, faster, stronger. If I fail, great, because I, what did I learn from it? How can I move forward? Um, and, and everything's malleable and flexible and it's up to me to, 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 to change, change myself and my life and my surroundings and everything around me to, to have the life that I want. So that doesn't happen overnight. And so yeah. kind of, I, I just got really in, in college, I actually got suicidal. I was, I was in a really bad place mm. and I just serendipitously stumbled upon uh, a self-help uh, mm. book by one of my professors had recommended yeah. who I really admired. He was kind of, did a they know you hip. were struggling? No, he, he was a younger, hip, cool professor. Like the uh. guy that you sit in class and you're like, which doesn't happen very often, but you're like, I want to be that guy when I grow up. Yeah. Like, he's cool. Yeah. Right. And he just happened to mention, and he was just so confident in everything he did. And I just remember thinking, God, like, how does, how does a person even get that way? And in passing one day, he's like, so I, I read this book when I was younger, completely changed my life and my outlook on everything. It was called how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie. I like, didn't hear another word. He said, wrote that <laughs> thing down, went straight to the school library. And it's to this day, I wonder if they didn't have the book, how my life might've turned out, but they did. I was wow. fortunate and I yeah. devoured it. And I was like, holy shnikes. Yeah. There's another way to look at life and myself and the world. And I realized there's these, uni- I call them these, well, I don't, it's not my term, but I, I like the term universal principles, which I consider, you know, and I kind of started devouring all these other books and all these, all these, these, you know, I got into this genre and I realized there's these sort of principles that come up over and over again that have sort of proven themselves throughout history and are going to prove themselves and, and maintain and, and, and you can hang your hat on until yeah. you know, we destroy ourselves as human beings. Um, you know, the, the, but bottom line is it's like, okay, this is a principle that you want to develop your life around, that you want to develop your habits around. Mm-hmm. To ignore it, you're going to get in trouble. And they're, they're all around. You know, there's, there's actually not as many as people might think. And it was intimidating, but I was determined to kind of figure out what all these were. And then to sort of start building my life around it. And so I just started doing that and taking crazy notes and like using myself as a human science experiment and trying different things and then recording how it went and all this. It's just how my my brain is built. And so over the years, it just, I sort of started gaining more and more knowledge and really figuring out what these principles were and what, you know, through, through what I've read. And then, so if I read something like four or five times and then experienced it in my own life, I'm like, all right, this is one. Like this is, this is legit because they're not, because you'll read, if you Google universal principles, it's very hard to try to, there's not like one list where you're like, okay, here they all are. Um, It's subjective. It's it's subjective and and they're all over the place. So, uh, so that, so basically, you know, flash forward 25 years, I just slowly but surely started kind of building my own confidence and momentum. And one of the, one of the things I decided I wanted to do was become so filthy, stinking rich that everybody that was ever mean to me 
would feel <laughs> so bad and so stupid, right? The old revenge tale. Uh, so I did that. Uh, I, I started reading all sorts of financial books and yeah. and figuring out how to. So I kind of built this real estate um, empire, and then I also started a business called at the time it was called Doorstep Delivery, which is akin now to like a Grubhub or okay. a new breeds before, yeah, yeah. before any of those businesses had even before started. Even so cool. we're going back like, uh, yeah, but we're going back like 14, 15 years. Nice. Uh, we actually, we opened the year of the iPhone, uh, that the iPhone <laughs> came out and yeah, it just, it was all, yeah, well, and it, it was great because before we opened up, there were businesses that were trying to do what we were doing, but they would be called like telephone takeout and stuff. Oh like, yeah. You know, it was like, <laughs> you would have to call and say, I want to order from this restaurant. You'd yeah. have to have the menu in front of you. Now, all of a sudden, we could like put it on your phone and you could just click what you wanted to order and it send it through to our system. And then our dispatcher would say, okay, this guy's ordering two blocks away. I'm going to send this driver over there. And then he yeah. would send it to the driver. The driver would immediately get you know the, the map on their phone and know where to yeah. go and what they're picking up. It just it changed everything. Yeah. And we did, we bootstrapped it. We didn't raise money. So we kind of did it the slow, light, slow way. We started building momentum. And then, you know, these companies about eight years in, we're doing, we were doing very well. We'd opened 19 branches across the country and we were growing and we had franchises and corporate branches, but then like Amazon and, um, Grubhub and Uber, they all started getting into it and we're yeah. like, okay, well, and they basically started coming into our areas and saying, Hey, I know you work with these guys, like and talking to our restaurants and basically poaching our restaurants and saying, yeah. we'll do it for free for, you know, two years. And there's essentially, they had so much money, they could lose money hand over fist in order to gain market share. Yeah. Bottom line, we knew the writing was on the wall that we couldn't do anything about that. So, uh, we wouldn't be able to compete long-term. So we, we put ourselves up for sale. Um, and we were able to find a partner, which we actually grew with awesome. at first we raised money and we grew, and then we were able to exit in 2019. Wow. So that, so from that perspective, you know, it, it was kind of a cool moment because I realized it was like, you know, 10 years of my life just going into this, this career and finance portion of it and sort of realizing towards the end, I, I didn't love it anymore. And it was, it was, it, it was sucking my, my energy and my soul and my happiness, but I was, and that's, and my, my partners actually wanted to compete with these other guys and keep going. I was like, no, we got to get out. Like the writing's yeah. on the wall. And then just having that moment where I finally got out, it felt like an anchor lifted off my shoulders. And then all of a sudden I had this money to sort of do whatever I wanted to do. Sure. And I immediately came back to this system that I'd kind of developed for myself over the years. And yeah. I thought, how can I put this into something that's uh, simple and tangible for anybody to sort of pick up and be able to help, you know, guide their own life in the right direction in these main areas of their lives. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, one of the most powerful ways to build a system that actually works for other people is when you've had personal experience and when you're when you're out there teaching it, you have something tangible and real that you can point to, tell stories about, which I talk about a lot. That's what my book that I'm writing is about is about storytelling. And once you can do that, yeah, you've got somebody's attention because it's the real deal. You have actual real life experience. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious now, and I, I know the audience is probably curious. Tell us more. I, I listed off what those five core values yep. are. Tell us, or, or core areas. Um, tell us what, like a little bit about one or two or however many you want and why they're important and, and how people can gamify them. Yeah. So, right. So just to remind the audience, um, and you can go to my website, more momentum, M O O R E my last okay. name, momentum.com. And there's actually a, a, a tab at the top says five courses. Yeah. I was super get- confused about that because I didn't know I hadn't looked at your last name when, so Josh tapped the, um, the guy who's, company produces this show uh he introduced me and will together i think and then he basically like i had no idea that more was an (laughs) m-o-r-e i I was confused so m-o-r-e yep m-o-r-e momentum.com um and it's got the list list of five cores but yeah your mindset which Basically, it's that, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier, that growth owner versus fixed victim. Everything, yep. that's, kind of, that's the most important of all the cores. You get your mind working for instead of against you, yeah. and everything else becomes incrementally easier. 
Um, it's about, you know, making sure that, like I said, you know, fear, you give fear the finger. F- failure is one of these things where you look at and you don't think you're a loser, but instead go, oh man, that, that sucked. But what did I learn from it? How can I grow these types of things? Yeah. Um, and then career and finances, uh, obviously a big part of everybody's lives. But what people miss, I think, is, you know, are you are you incorporating your strengths and your passions? Cause you're always going to be the best and you're always going to be able to, to make the most amount of money when you're doing something that you're naturally good at, that you mm-hmm. really love and are interested. Cause what we were just talking about in mindset, you know, these roadblocks and these, these challenges and these failures are going to happen. And if you're not loving what, if you're not at least really into what you're doing and, and have that, like, I know I'm going to make it no matter what, because this is, this is what I was meant to do here it's just so much harder and yeah. and you're going to be like 99% of the people out there and you're going to be like, eh, this is too hard. I'm going to go back to doing whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, it just allows you. And right, I'm not saying you have to wake up every day singing zippity doodah. This is the best day ever because there's <laughs> going to be challenges and stuff. But just in general, you know, like being yeah. like, I'm really good at this and yeah. I really love this. And then knowing what your weaknesses are and sort of outsourcing them. And then understanding the the incrementally building your wealth along the way. It's amazing to me that schools don't really teach passive income and, and these types of things and how to invest. And it's just like, good news is it's becoming more and more common and people are understanding and there's apps and stuff. But I still think there's a lot of misnomers. And you know, you've know, you got oh, yeah. apps like Robinhood where people just use it as a gambling site. They don't understand yeah. you know, how to actually you – know, take some money, you know, and you can do it very easily with technology these days, just right out of your paycheck, put it right into stocks to grow long-term, yep. you know, these types of things, real estate, obviously something that, that I got into along the way. Yeah. I know I now own 10 rental properties that produce, um, that are all pretty much all paid off and they produce awesome revenue every single month. Wow. So, you know, just figuring out those things and how to do them. So not only the, the you know, part of your career in finance and managing it and how to push through those areas, but taking that money and actually making sure it's exponentially growing, yeah. not trying to make it all super fast, but realizing yeah. like, if I keep yeah. doing this for 20 years, I'm going to have X amount of dollars. Like, um, and then, uh, relationships is, you know, pretty basic. It's, you know, just the, the relationships you have with, uh, people like you and I, uh, acquaintances, colleagues, people you meet yeah. and, you know, to me, and then you've got the ones with your, your, your significant other friends and yeah. family, at the end of the day, you know, you want to look at it as, you know, how can I, you know, how can I join forces? How can me and this person, you know, synergize to where we're helping each other gain momentum? We're on the same team. We're growing together versus I think a lot of people, depending on the type of relationship, it's me versus them. Like, how can I, how can I get as much as I can from this person? Which is, it's a natural way to think. That's, that's a primal you know, thing that's in our DNA is being selfish and wanting to survive and thrive. But ironically, by doing that, we end up shooting ourselves in the foot. Right, right. Uh, Then physical health, which is pretty self-explanatory. The main areas, sleep, eating, you know, make and and exercise. And and the whole thing with all of these core areas I'm talking about, the the part that I help people gamify, and that this is the real fun part, is yeah, that's, you know, that's I'm I'm helping them customize each of these. So they're understanding the cores that are important. Then they're understanding, okay, what are the top habits that I need to develop in this core to make sure that I'm filling this core, that, that, that this core is headed in the right direction, right? So like if you picture that, this rocket behind me, picture, yeah. you know, mom- momentum juice slowly filling up in each core, but you don't want it to just be one core. You want it to be all five. So, right? so you're mm. trying to balance them and making sure. Um, and that's all, everybody's different. So for instance, with exercise, you know, it's my wife loves running. She's, she was a runner in high school. She loves getting on the Peloton bike. I hate those things. Right. <laughs> and so that's not a good generic thing to, to go tell people, is, you know, or go to the gym. I don't like any of those. But I yeah. love playing basketball. I love yeah. playing tennis. I love you know certain sports where I feel like I'm not even working out because I'm so into it, and yeah. I'm getting so much exercise. And then I do my own things at home, like I gain uh, like push-ups and little challenges that I give myself, where I challenge myself. And I won't go into too much detail because we only have so much time. But um, yeah. doing sort of customizing all of these habits to yourself is so important, and personalizing them so that you want to take the actions, so that you're reducing the friction of getting over that hump of building a habit. Cause at the end of the day, habits don't care if they're good or bad, helping or hurting you. They are going to just compound and do their thing over time. So part of my system is helping you 
shine a spotlight on what those habits you currently have developed in each of your course and then saying, okay, what do we want to replace them with? And then reducing the friction to sort of start building them. So it doesn't feel like an insurmountable task. And you're kind of doing things that you already enjoy and naturally are doing. There's stuff called habit stacking, which um, if anybody's read James Clear, Atomic Habits, great book. I don't think, I don't think he curmed, coined the phrase, but he definitely popularized it where yeah, it's like, you've yeah. already got momentum from a habit you're already doing. So for right. instance, in, in the morning I take a shower and I used to just be thinking about all the stuff that was going on in the day. A lot of times it was negative and I'd be stressing. Now I have, I've habit stacked. I've added three habits to that, three success habits to that, that are automatic. I don't even have to think about cause I've already gotten over that hump of forming them and they're automatics. And one is I remind myself what I'm grateful for. The second is I say my mantra to myself, which is a personalized um, paragraph that I say to myself that basically just gets me going and reminds myself of things that are most important. And I want to remember that day. Uh, And then, um, and then the third is uh, my stretches, which I I tore my uh, Achilles or not my Achilles, my, my ACL last a uh, couple of years ago. And I have to do these stretches. And at first I was like, Oh, I don't want to do them. And I, yeah. and now it's like, I just, I do them in the shower. Cause my, you know, the warmth of the shower, it's already, everything's kind of more sure. limber and stuff. Loose, and I'm stretching yeah. while I'm doing my mantra, while I'm doing these, you know, this grateful for list and I come out and I'm jacked. I'm like, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Right. And so that's just an example of how to sort of gamify your habits um, and then, you know, stuff like using, I'm always encouraging, you know, using technology and different things, like I was saying with your money apps that you can use, just using, using things around you that are all around you that a lot of people don't, are, just, you're not, they're not aware of how they can personalize them to themselves and get them sort of to help them building these habits. And so that's, that's the basic yeah. gist. I think I, I missed the last habit is emotional health and giving back. Um, yeah. But I, I was a lot a mouthful, so I just wanted to pause there. No, 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 and, and that's that's obviously an important one. But yeah, I, I, you you had me when you when you said the compounding effect because you were talking about finances before. And obviously, one of the principles of good finances is the the God's greatest gift to the world is compound interest, right? Right. <laughs> but but right. to think to think that your habits could compound over time to make you into almost this superhuman version of yourself, whoever you used to be, right? In the years when you were struggling, right? right? With, with mental health. And then now to look at you and listen to you and think there's no way that that could be the same person, but it is, but you've become such a better version of yourself because you've been able to harness this concept of, of gamifying them and, and making it a, so deeply a part of your everyday life that it's compounded into the person that you've become today. Your clients deserve an easier way to pay their insurance premium. ePay policy is the simplest solution for insurance agents to collect credit card and ACH payments, speed up reconciliation, bind policies faster, and provide an experience customers love with powerful tools that make insurance payments a breeze. With customizable payment pages, a company dashboard, and integration with your AMS or CRM, you'll be in payments heaven. Get paid faster. Visit ePayPolicy.com to learn more. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And yeah, you know, that's, that's exactly the point. And I feel like it's a cliche these days to be like, if I can do it, anybody can do it. But I mean, right. You look at me now, you're like, what is this guy? There's no way this guy had yeah. was suicidal or uh, trust me. I was, Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was this close and yeah. I was convinced that I, I, I had mental health issues and I, all I could think about was the negative and because those are the habits that I developed and right. that, that was what I lived every day. And that was right. taking me down a deep, dark path. Yeah. Um, and so what I like to tell everybody is, you know, in my system and the way I help people, you can't try to do it all at once because that's what everybody tries to do. Like yeah. look at new year's resolutions, right? All yeah. right, <laughs> let's go this year. I'm going <laughs> to, and then you see like a thousand people in the gym on day one and then a little less the next day. And then by the, after the first week, it's like, dropped off like 95 percent yeah because people try to do it all at once and they're like i'm gonna get in shape in two days right uh no you have to start small you have to start with you know 
like I said, those, those habits, there's, there's little tricks, gamification ways to, to trick your brain into wanting to do it, you know, mm-hmm. such as make it obvious. Like if you're trying to replace your midnight snacking, uh, with the, the Doritos and the cookies that you're eating, like, yeah. all right, make, make it invisible by make, by getting rid of those and literally just tossing them and make it obvious by putting what you do want to snack on mm-hmm. right in front of you at eye level when you open that cat, that, that ah. cupboard. Yeah. Right. Just little things like that. And there's so many ways to do it. And it's just, but it's starting small, starting with one habit. I even, I don't even have you start with one habit and all your course. I just usually start with the mindset. Um, and we start with one habit in that. And then you slowly start, you know, you, it's a really cool ripple effect because as, as you start to build it, your confidence grows, your energy grows and you're like, Oh yeah, I want to, I want to do more. Right. And then you slowly start taking on more and more. And before you know it, you're, I call it firing on all cylinders. You know, you got your rocket sure. ship as the analogy of you as a, yeah. as a human being. And the idea yeah. is, you know, you want to be boosting, flying through that universe, but to, to break earth's gravitational pull to begin with, to get off the ground, just to begin with, you got to start small. And if yeah. you're going to start replacing these habits in each of these cores, that makes so much sense. Uh, before we jump into the the rapid fire round, I want to ask you, is, as far as transformations that you've seen in others that you've helped out, can you share with us some of the the transformations or just things that stick out to you as like big moments of, wow, this person used to be like this, now they're like this? People that I've coached and, yeah, and helped, yeah. you mean? Yeah. yeah. So uh, my alma mater... Uh, Rollins College is where I went to school, um, where I ironically now I've been invited back and I've spoken there and I'm a mentor nice. for a bunch of kids when, right, as I said, at one point I was suicidal. So it's, it's a pretty yeah. neat full circle. That's cool. uh, and so I, I, I started mentoring some, some, some students from there. One in particular, um, uh, he, he's on my way. I actually have some testimonials on my website. I think he's yeah. probably the first one, but yeah. he, he, I, he basically, I just, I used my system and because, you know, I was like, I was you yeah. <laughs> like, he just reminded me so much of myself at, yeah. at my, at that age when I was struggling, I was like, dude, I wish to God somebody had what I now know 25 years later, you know, um, I wish I had had that information. And, and so I just slowly started giving it to him and helping him sort of work through these areas. And then he graduated and he got the job at first, he got a job that was paying a lot of money, but he wasn't loving what he was doing. And we sort of helped him to work through on how to not give that up so he could pay his rent, but to start searching into what he was really good. And then he did, he, he pivoted, he quit his job. Now he's killing it. He's crushing it because he's doing stuff that uh, he uses his, his strengths and his passions, like I was talking about earlier. And he's understood yeah. what his weaknesses are and how to outsource and not focus on those with what he's doing. Uh, and it, and now he's got a, a girlfriend that, that, that is probably going to become his wife and, and he's, he works out regularly. He, he does like to go to the gym. So, you know, all these cores, I'm just watching this, this rocket ship that I've been yeah. And it's just really neat to see that he was, you know, just like me sputtering and, and having a trouble getting off the ground. And now he's in full flight. That's awesome. That was a beautiful thing, man. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's no better feeling. I mean, that's why I do what I do. Right. I mean, to, to, to help people again, not to sound like a cliche, but the emotional health and giving back, that's the fifth core. There's a reason giving back is part of that. I mean, there it's, it goes back to what I was saying earlier with like with primal, like it's natural to be selfish and we, it's like me, me, me. Uh, but if we're able to like put, help other people and see this, not only what we get out of that, but then what they get out of that and how happy it makes them, which just comes back on us even more and makes us, gives us energy and, and makes us feel good as well as them usually almost always repaying the favor in some way. Yeah. It's like, yeah. duh, why doesn't everybody do this? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I mean, I love it. it I, I, I can't imagine my life not doing what I'm doing. That's awesome, man. And, and that's, there's no better way to live, honestly. And I think that's why a lot of insurance agents love what they do because there is a, huge amount of being able to give back in helping someone through the toughest time of their life because people use our product on their worst day every time, every time. That's right. That's so right. For us to be able to be there and, and help them, I think insurance agents can relate to that. But then looking at their own lives now and hearing what you're saying, I think there's a lot of people out there who are probably feeling like, you know what? I could probably be doing better. I know I could. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking like already... I know for me what the the struggles are and I'm not ashamed to admit like 
I know I need to do a lot better job exercising. And that's like my son, he has gotten jacked over the last year because he decided to take up weightlifting. He was in the 106 weight class um, for wrestling last year, wrestled for the last two years. And, you know, he was, he was the youngest guy on the team. So he was getting razzed a lot because it's the upperclassmen. It was really, really tough on him mentally more than anything. And he finally stopped doing wrestling um, at the end of last year. But as soon as he stopped, he said, Dad, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of sick of being this like skinny little kid. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go make it happen. I was like, hey, buddy, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you. And you know what? Like, I think that's part of it. And I'm sure you've seen this. It does require a certain amount of drive because he, he pushed through. And I'm telling you, like, he'll come home and he now works for, at Chick-fil-A. He'll come home and they close at 9 and he'll come home at like 9.30 and he'll still have homework. He'll go downstairs and work out and then do his homework. And I mean, he, he'll wow. still get enough sleep. He probably needs to go a little bit more. That's for sure. But the dude is jacked. He's now so he's inches taller than me, and he's oh my which God. doesn't take a lot. I'm a towering five foot six, but he's <laughs> he is jacked. I mean, that's I, I love that. And let me take what you just told me and and kind of apply it to what I'm saying and and to those listeners and how they can do that in their lives. Yeah. So so right. So he right. I, I call it Simon Sinek. I don't know if you're anybody. Yeah, familiar oh, with yeah. Him, but he call, yeah. he talks about connecting to your why. Right. Yes. I mean, there, there's an element of right. You have to really want to do it. One of the exercises I help people do is actually, it's called the Back to the Future exercise because I'm an '80s kid. Uh, nice. It used to be called the funeral exercise, but that was way too morbid. I'm like, Back to the Future is <laughs> way better, and it's '80s. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it's basically flash forwarding to the end of your life and literally mm-hmm. like going, okay, what do I want said at my funeral? Like when yeah. it's all said and done, like, and that just forces you to get rid of all the bullshit and like, what's That's important true. to me? Like, who's the person yeah. I want to be and become, and what do I want people to, to say about me? And I have, I have them do it in each of their course. And then that starts mm-hmm. to help you hone in on the habits that are really important to you. And then, you know what? So your son realized like, I, I really want, this is what I want. I want to be, I want to be strong. I want, this is, this is what, who I want to be. And he, it really, he connected deep down inside And he figured out a way, which is the next step in my process. It's fake it till you make it using gamification methods. So I don't know how he did it, but what he was able to do is connect the dots between saying, okay, I want to develop this habit and developing it. And there's a huge front loaded hump there. So make no mistake. It's not easy to, to develop a habit even with, but what I help people do is I help them to do it in small bursts and, and to reduce the friction so that it almost feels like it's not work. But it's still going to be work, but you're kind of faking it until you're making it. You're using these techniques like making it obvious. Like, so for, for instance, I don't know how he did it, but like one idea would be if somebody's trying to work out, like put their workout shoes, you know, somewhere like where they can see them as they're going by at a certain time, like in the morning, like, okay, I want to work out. Like just put your shoes there or, or, put, yeah. or, or get yourself to just put your shoes on, like starting super small and simple. And then once your shoes are, you're like, oh, they're already on. I might as well start. Right. And just, and using these little tricks to kind of trick your brain into doing it. And then once you've done it enough times, and there is no magic number, by the way, some people try to say 30 days to change a habit. It's scientifically proven. That's all bullshit. It's all comes down to your, your, your specific self, your personality, um, that habit itself, the, the method that you're using. And it's, it's some, something might take a week. Like for instance, I was, uh, I realized that I wasn't flossing regularly a couple of years ago. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like I'm, I'm a grown man. Cause I'd always had great teeth and I never had to worry about it. And all of a sudden yeah. the dentist is like, are you flossing? You're, I'm sorry. I'm like, okay, that's it. Yeah. That's all I needed to hear. And I added it. I used the habit stack and I added it onto my routine to where, um, every time I went to go brush my teeth, I, I had the, the floss was right next to it. And, and I remembered, nope, first I got a floss and it wasn't just, and then what I would do to reduce the friction is I always like to look out my window every morning. I live up on the second story and I've spent a lot of time on my yard. I'm, I'm this nerdy yard <laughs> dad now, as I've gotten older, who would have thought? I, I remember just seeing my mom doing yard work and being like, Jesus, why are you wasting your time now? I'm like, let's go my yard. Look, something's blooming. So I love looking at my yard every day. And so now I floss while I sort of admire my handiwork and look at the yard and, and, and it doesn't even, you know, right. So it's like reduce the friction. I'm not just sitting there going one, two, two, two. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and it doesn't even, right. And I'm just doing it. And then when I finish that, I go right into brushing my teeth. And then another 
just quick little trick for brushing your teeth is you want to leave the toothpaste in there because people 90, I think 99% of people, they, they, they've rinsed their mouth out after they brush, right? Yeah. Like, do you rinse your yeah. mouth out right after yeah. you brush? Yeah. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that because really? you want the fluoride and you want the toothpaste to, to sit there for a while and do its thing. Cause that's, that that's the longer it's on there, the, the, the better it can do what it's meant to do. So but you don't want crap in your mouth. So, you, so I spit out and I actually do rinse. And then I actually take a fresh brush. Just I kind of lightly brush over all my teeth. And that huh. way it's on there. And it doesn't really feel like toothpaste is in there. But I've left it on there for, you know, however long. And then I forget about it and it's sitting in there longer. So oh anyway, it's just all these sorts of little tips and tricks to, to get over that front loaded hump of forming the habit. And then all of a sudden, one day you wake up and it's a habit. And you don't yeah. even have to think about it. It's on autopilot, just wow. like your son. I, you know, this this episode is brought to you by the American Dental Association. I had no idea that we were going to be <laughs> <laughs> getting into <laughs> dental care, but th- I mean, wow, that's actually really cool. I'd, especially thinking about the flossing thing and just the simple act of drawing your attention to something that really catches your eye and for you, like you have a passion about it. Like that's right. I'm already, I'm thinking about like, what in my bathroom could I do? Like, is there a picture that's of it. something? Right. Right. And that's it. it. Uh, and my bathroom is my neighbor's it. house. So it's like, I don't really want to look at my neighbor's <laughs> house, but maybe there's something. <laughs> well, and that's, cool. that's just it. You're doing exactly what you want to do. And what I help people do is sort of is to find that personalization. And I'm actually building out something that's going to make it a lot easier for, yeah. for people like you and everybody. It's called Momentopedia. And what it's going to be is it's going to essentially be kind of like Wikipedia where you have a list of all of the cores and oh. tons of different habit examples within oh, them, as yes. well as gamification examples within them. So okay. you can literally just go in and search like flossing and you can search and see a, what a bunch of people are doing. Okay. And one of them might go, you might go, that resonates with me. Boom. Now I, you have it. And you can connect with that, that person and you guys can form little tribes and have little groups of like, we're all working on this habit and support each other and stuff. Okay, I love that because that's the that's what I need. There's th- certain things that I can be creative in my life, and habit forming and habit creation is probably not one of them. So, because I'm sitting here thinking, like, you know, I could put my sneakers in the doorway of the bathroom so that I must like pass them in order to go into the bathroom and close the door. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. and 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 again, everybody's different, and it's going to be different things for different people. Their houses yeah. are different; they're different. So you know, right? I, it's it's. I have this app that I'm I'm developing that you know I think it's impossible, and that's why it's especially in this day and age with the millions of things coming at us in a million different directions. Yeah. We're in this tech world where it's all on demand, and you get anything at a push of a button. Like you, you and I are going to have this conversation, and no no offense to you, because but what most people will do, and maybe you're the exception, the 1%, um, but most people will say, yeah, I should do that, right? You read something, you get excited, you talk to somebody, you're motivated, but then there's no system to put it into place. And so that's what I'm all about, is having a system that you can actually use to hold yourself accountable and have fun doing it. So my app is basically going to be, you're a rocket ship and you have these five cores and the Earth break Earth's gravitational pull. You very slowly but surely start replacing your habits in each of your cores. You start with your mindset and then it just grows and grows and you start doing more and you start upgrading your ship and you have um, start fighting through asteroid fields and you're meeting aliens on different planets, giving you universal principles. And it just, and, and, and you know, you've got momentopedia points that you can kind of brag about to others and be like, look how many I have. And, and you know, there's, there's competition and social connectivity and rewards and all these things that we love in games that I'm putting into, you know, actually helping people to change their habits on. So this is in the works currently. I've been working on it for almost three years. If you go to my website and you click yep. on, again, it's M-O-O-R-E, Momentum.com, uh, and you click on at the top, it actually has an app tab, and it'll sh- give you a preview of, of some of the screenshots and what it is going to do. And, and people can sign up to be notified when this is... Yep, yep. And you can sign up and it'll awesome. um, say, I want to know when beta's out, which will hopefully be within the next six months. Like I said, it's nice. it's been a labor of love. I mean, this started this started 25 years ago uh, yeah. before app was even possible. And I, yeah. I had my own... I've been using Excel spreadsheets for years. Um, yeah. It started as a micro... It started with a piece of paper that I yeah. wrote on. And I had... I actually took from Benjamin Franklin. Um, he actually has his 13 virtues 
going way back where he put the uh, habits that he's, he called them virtues yeah. that he's working on down yeah. the spine and across the top Monday through Sunday. And literally wow. each day, he at the end of the day, he would just check off and say, did I do this? Did I do this? So this is taking that. Oh, and then cool. I took that to the next level by putting it into Excel spreadsheets and, and stuff. And then now taking it even further, because even for me, it takes too long. And so I'm yeah. like, I need an app where I can just very quickly in the morning review my yep. habits, totally see what agree. I want to work on. And then at yeah. night, I can just review and say, okay, how did I do this? How did I do today? And you score yourself and you know, you're know you reminded and you, there's a little journal section where you say best part of the day, uh, worst part that you learned from. And it just, it's, you're holding yourself accountable. And it's, a, it's magic how then throughout the day, you know, you're like, oh shit, I got to report my score. Like, and you ca- you start catching yourself in the act of doing these bad habits and places. Yeah, I love it. Well, uh, lucky for everybody listening, you just gave about five to ten thousand people um, a little bit more. Well, they became your accountability partner for this thing because now they want it, and uh, the clock is ticking. No, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working every day, super hard. No. I, I really am. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, I love it. I can't. I can't wait till it comes out. And I, I did sign up, and um, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Let's jump into the the rapid fire round real quick. Yep. And one, one of the first things I want to ask you, <laughs> this is so perfect because we're talking about apps. What's one piece of technology or software that you can't live without? Uh, I mean, you know, uh, t- I, my I sit at my computer every day, and and I have everything kind of like in segments where. I feel like I'm using technology in a good way. Um, yeah. I think tech, you know, as Stan Lee once said, tech can be uh, with great power. There comes great responsibility. So you can <laughs> either use technology to just scroll on Facebook and make yourself feel bad, or you can, and I feel like I've developed a system where both on my phone and my computer that I use tech to help me build momentum every day, I guess yeah. would be the best way to say it. And then the app is going to sort of culminate all that and put it together. I love it. I love it. What's uh what's one book that you're reading right now or one that you just love that you've read uh and want to share with folks? Uh I just reread Tiny Habits by BJ Fogg. Highly recommend it. I mentioned Atomic Habits earlier by James Clear. I am reading those that right now. those two books are uh I would first read I would first read uh BJ Fogg because uh, Clear actually got a lot of his info from Fogg. And okay. then I would read Atomic Habits. But if you're reading Atomic Habits first, it doesn't matter. I read Atomic Habits first. But if people haven't yet, um, yeah. it takes everything I'm talking about and it really helps you connect with the importance and of, of habits. And he they don't call them gamification methods, but they use the same types of tips and tricks to sort of help you trick your brain. The problem I had with them and why I was so excited with, I'm like, sweet, I'm on the right track. When I finally did read those books, uh, I'd already been developing my system. They don't have an actual system that you, like we were just talking about, that yeah. makes it easy to to stick to and hold yourself accountable. It, it's more like, you know, you should make a list of the things that you want to do and, you know, reference it. And it's kind of like, no, like that's not, yeah, that's too vague. It's, it's not I need, concrete enough. Yeah. I need something that's going to, every day I open it up and it's going to be like, boom, here's your course. Yeah. Here's the habits that you're working on. Here's how you're gamifying them. And, cool. you know, so yeah, those are the two. Love it. Yeah. I love it, man. What's one piece of advice you would give to your younger self? Well, we kind of talked about this earlier with this with this this mentee that I'm training. I've got a three, and I also have a six year old, a three year old, and a four month year old boy. Uh, they're all boys, <laughs> so I mean, I do look at them as little mini me's, and yeah. uh, you know, it just takes everything I'm doing to the next level of me wanting to make sure that they never suffer and go through what I went through. Yeah. And so, my advice would just be that you know, kind of going back to the ten thousand foot view of you're a growth owner. And, and just drilling that in and being like, nothing's fixed, like nothing is set in stone and you're going to have certain strengths, but you're going to have certain weaknesses too. And I put weaknesses yeah. in quotation because not everybody's, you can't be great at everything. It's not yeah. possible. And so don't compare yourself to others and go, oh, he's instead focus on those things that you are God given good at that, yeah. that you happen to have. And yeah. then pay attention to those passions and those things that you're really excited about and just let your life go in that direction. And knowing every time you fail or you run into a roadblock, it's a learning experience. That's the yeah. key versus 
oh shit, I knew I couldn't do it. Like, why did I even bother trying? But no, it's a learning experience. And really it's all, it's up to you. Don't rely on somebody else to bring your happiness, um, or to do it for you or click a button and have for just nine 99, have your life solved. It ain't going to work <laughs> that way. You got to put yeah. in the work. Um, yeah. but it, it's worth it. And, you know, and just know that you can become anybody you want. Cause like you said, and I appreciate it. Like if you were to interview me back then and now, I mean, it's like two different people. Yeah. I love it, man. That's great. Uh, all right. Trick question here for you. Uh, maybe surprise question for you. If you had the choice between eating a hot, delicious bowl of soup <clears throat> or gourmet marshmallows and hot chocolate, what would you choose? Soup, oh, or hot soup for sure. Soup for soup. sure. Yeah. What kind of, what kind of soup? Uh, New England clam chowder with those little oyster crackers in oh, it. Heck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're talking healthy. That's not a healthy option, but, uh, All I, right. What's it's my one? favorite soup. Uh, chili. I love me some chili. Uh, I, I guess you can consider that a soup. Um, <laughs> uh, but I do like, I do like sweets as well. And just kind of 10,000th of view on your, on your, your health. And there are ways to get those to sort of, again, gamifying your, your eating habits. Like, you don't need to go cold turkey and, and diets do not work. I mean, that's been scientifically yeah. proven. Like if you starve yeah. yourself and keep, keep yourself using willpower alone to yeah. use eating the things that you want, you will always go back. Yeah. It's temporary. You need to develop yeah. an actual habits of, you know what, this food. And at first it may not taste quite as good, you know? So like I, my stack that I eat at night is it's, it's mixed nuts. And sometimes I'll mix it with a protein bar. And at first I was like, these mixed nuts aren't as good as the Doritos, but I really like for me, it was the closest thing. Like I love yeah. nuts. Um, and so you got to find what is that for you that tastes almost as good, but what's going to end up happening is again, fake it till you make it, you put it at eye level, you get rid of the other stuff. It's all that there is. And then you start eating that. And what's going to happen is it's going to become a habit and you're going to start feeling really good about it. And you're not yeah. going to regret that you just ate it. You're going to be like, fuck yeah, I just ate that. And I'm, my stomach's full now and I feel great about myself. And, you know, and it's just going to, it's going to propel your momentum in, in that direction. So it's, it's finding more of those types of things. I love it. Well, I'm going to give you more, Mr. Moore, things like that, uh, because I'm going to send you a package of soup from Spoonful of Comfort. And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm going to, this is a, we, we give all of our guests, uh, this is, we, we, we give them a gift. We give them, let them choose between soup and hot chocolate. So I'm going to send you the soup and I'll get your, I'll get your address off air so we can send that. Oh, I love it. But it comes in it. a nice little package with some extra goodies in there that I think you guys will love. Yeah. So. I love all soup. I, I only mentioned two because you asked yeah. me my favorites, but I, I'm, I'm, they don't make either of those. It. So I'm going to find out another one from you off yeah. air. <laughs> right, right on. Yeah. Yeah. It's Can't awesome. Wrong. Um, well, I really appreciate the time today, man. It's been fantastic. What's um, well? First of all, where can people, if they want to get more, more, more in their lives, more of Will Moore in their lives, where is the best place for them to connect with you? Uh, so the website we mentioned, more momentum, m o o r e momentum dot com. There's a little quiz that you can take. Uh, it takes like two minutes, and it'll give you a ten thousand foot view of where you stand in each of your five course. Uh, yeah. um, you know, it'll kind of show you where you're lacking and, and maybe where you're stronger than you thought. Uh, and then from there, you know, if you want to work with me, um, just, you know, let me know and reach out to me. And, and like I said, I have, I'll have the app coming out hopefully within the next six months or so, but th this is my third app I've developed. Um, I awesome. developed a few with my old business. It always takes yeah. longer than you think it's gonna, that's just par for the course. Love it. What's, what's one last piece of advice or actionable step that, you would leave folks with? Well, um, I would say just take, you know, if, if you don't do anything else from anything I talked about today, I would say take two or three days, take a piece of paper out right now, put it on a, on somewhere where you're going to look at it every day and write at the top morning in the middle afternoon and at the bottom night and just sort of, try to keep track of some of the habits that you're, uh, that you're doing, because I guarantee you there's a lot that of things that are on autopilot that you have no idea, uh, that you're doing. Some may surprise you in a good way, but chances are a lot of them will, you'll be like, what the hell am I doing that for? Like, <laughs> right. Um, 
And then just take a look at that list at the end of, you know, I actually say five days is, is optimal and, and you, you, it's okay. You don't have to get it all in, in two to three days or five days. You, you, I, you're going to add things as you go on. And this is, by the way, is more like a Monday through Friday list. Like the weekends are kind of all bets are off because it's, it's yeah. different. For me, I'm fulfilling different types of course, but just like your routine on a Monday through Friday, like what yeah. is it? And sort of try to get that down and the habits involved. And what I actually do is I put the bat, the ones that are failure habits in red. And then I put the ones that are neutral in black and I put the ones that are success habits in green. And my goal is to, to have all of mine be green. And so the red ones you want to replace with success habits and turn them to green or, or eliminate altogether. Um, but ideally replace, it's easier to replace a habit than to just yeah. eliminate it altogether. Yeah. Uh, and even the black ones. So for instance, uh, taking a shower would be a, a neutral habit because I'm doing it no matter what already, sure. but there's an opportunity to have it stack where I then have three green ones in there. I have that be grateful, uh, my mantra and my stretching exercises. So I basically turn that neutral habit into a success habit. So that would be the one thing I would recommend to people. Man, that's fantastic. Like last couple of minutes of this episode were some of the most <laughs> action packed. I love it. Now I'm, I'm like, I'm literally going to go rewind this. Wait, see, we're, we're Gen X. We rewind things. That's a thing. Uh, <laughs> watch that again. That's Absolutely. That's what text for, right? Use it for good versus evil. Um, okay. And I do have templates. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll share them with you because we're, we're buddies now. And we've, yeah. we've talked a bunch of times that, that I actually, I, every morning I score myself. So, right. So I have these habits that mm -hmm. I'm telling you about and I've figured out and I actually review my, I have them all written down, my routine. And I look yeah. at the previous day and I go, how did I do yesterday? Or yeah. you can either do it at night or the next morning. I tend to do it the next morning. Um, and I score myself. And so I have um, some some templates that I can, can give you and anybody watching. Um, I'm happy to, to help them out with as well. That's fantastic. Will Moore is the guy to teach you how to get the high score in your own life. I think that's what we're going to title this episode. I like it. Like that. <laughs> high score. I like it. Yeah. Well, this has been fantastic, man. Thank you so much. You stick around for me, um, and, and I appreciate you being on here, sir. I appreciate it very much. Absolutely. Thank you, man. This was awesome. I really appreciate you having me on, and uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah, awesome. Hey, folks, until next time, grow big or go home. See ya. If you like this or any other episodes of Agents Growth Academy podcast, make sure you rate it. And if you want to take ownership over your own growth, Come join us for free over at agentsgrowthacademy.com.